Welcome to FI Talk, your go-to podcast for all things related to achieving financial freedom in Canada. Here's your hosts, Tom and Brandon. Welcome back to another episode of the FI Talk podcast. Brandon and Tom here. We're excited for this one because it's something that we feel is really needed with a lot of people these days in terms of uh, well, first of all, we're going to be talking about monthly cash flow and how to increase it, how to decrease the amount of debt that you're paying on a monthly basis, any subscriptions, all that good stuff. We're going to dive into it and go through six tips on how to increase the monthly cash flow. So the reason why we wanted to chat about this is both Brandon and I, we're seeing this quite a bit as a big pain point for a lot of people right now. Uh, being in the mortgage business, we kind of get to see all of this uh, firsthand. And uh, so we figured we'd make an episode on this specifically to help you guys out because maybe you're out there and you're feeling, you know, a bit pinched on your monthly cash flow right now. For sure. And I think the mortgage industry really offers a unique lens into what's going on because you see sort of the type of files that are coming through. And there was a, a time where it was a ton of purchases. And then right now you're seeing more of the refinances pop up. You're seeing people come in who want something different, but their their debt load is just totally unmanageable. And a lot of people in scenarios where they're like, what can we do with my existing mortgage to help this out? So I think that's coming to fruition right now. And we have the unique lens because a lot of those times, those people look for opportunities to buy things, but they can't quite qualify. And no one else really gets to see their financial picture as closely as we do. Yeah, that's exactly it. Because we do have a lot of like a, another big trend is with the stress test being how it is. Uh, the stress test is essentially what you have to qualify on a mortgage. So let's just say the rate today is 6%. The Canadian stress test is basically saying, hey, you have to qualify at 8% because we're adding 2% on top of that uh, actual contract rate. So with the stress test being around 8% today, even higher, it's a lot it's a lot harder for people to qualify versus two years ago. So a lot of the times we're getting a lot of clients come into our world where they're actually looking to purchase, but reality is they might not be in a situation to do that. So we as a whole, Brandon and I, we look at other opportunities to help them uh, in this case with their monthly cash flow. So why don't we dive into number one? So number one's a pretty straightforward one. Uh, you know, go through all of your monthly subscriptions. So whether you have some uh, subscriptions that you don't even know about, like I went through mine uh, two months ago with my wife. There was a couple in there. I was like, why are we paying for this? Uh, we have like a, to give you an example, we were paying for Netflix and we don't even use it. Uh, I know it's like, I think it was like 12 bucks a month. It was pretty cheap, but those things compound. If you get rid of multiple of those, if you look at it like a yearly basis in terms of how much you're paying into it, if you're not using it, just get rid of it. Exactly. You can always add it back into the mix. And I would say like anything where you like, this seems insignificant, just multiply it by 12 and look at the annual of that. And then look at what that would be if you put that to another debt. And we did the same in our household. And I realized I'm like, I'm like, Hey, do you plan on going to, <laughs> to the gym at all? And she's like, yeah, I guess I'm like, well, I've been like paying for this family membership at a local gym for over a year. And I'm like, I can tell you, I haven't been in there in eight months and i'm like i don't know the last time you went and she's like oh it's been a while i'm like why don't we just get rid of it i'd rather buy some yoga classes one by one for you and do more of like an a la carte style than have this like gym that both of us aren't using so 
we got rid of that. That was a nice one there. Uh, sometimes it's just little things that you're not even like cognizant of. Like I was paying for storage for photos that I had migrated to another drive folder. And I was just like, okay, it's a couple bucks here and there slowly adds up. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, like you're a runner now, so you don't need the gym, man. Exactly. Maybe in the winter you might, that's the thing. Like you don't need it. If you're someone that likes to go to the gym and you like the idea of having that membership to always fall back on, maybe it's the summer, the fall, the spring, you take those months off and then in the winter you go back and that's going to save you say eight months out of the year. So yeah, I love it. Uh, that's, that's number one, pretty straightforward. Another tip on that one too, is if you want to figure out what your monthly subscriptions are without having to like look through all the statements on your online banking. I find for me visually, it's a lot easier to print out your statements, uh, your bank statements that is, and plug it into a CSV. That way you can you can filter them and organize them based off of the the type of uh, payment that you're making there. It's just a little easier to, to view. Yeah, visually, that's a, that's a nice trick there. Yeah. The next one, this one's a little bit more of a pain in the butt because you do have to get on the phone and deal with quite often overseas call centers, but the savings and the opportunity is there if you have the patience. And that is to call your existing cell phone, internet providers, basically anyone that's a non-negotiable monthly subscription and call and negotiate with them for better rate, better terms, maybe a product upgrade here or there. Um, and just say, hey, you know what? Like we're in a pinch. We are looking for savings here. We're shopping with other vendors and we're looking to move to the one who offers us the best rates and terms what do you think in terms of retaining us as a loyalty customer it's going to take a bit of escalation but you will get something if you're patient with it yeah exactly patience is key on this one it's going to maybe take a bit to get through to someone and it's frustrating i get it i've been there i actually just i went the opposite direction and i ended up getting a higher payment on my cell phone but the reason being is because i was paying uh, I only had five gigs of data, so I was paying more, paying for the extra gigs. So I guess I saved in the end, although my monthly payment went up. But yeah, it was a pain, man. I think I was on the phone for like probably 45 minutes through waiting and talking to someone. So uh, I get that. But uh, if you just kind of go into it knowing that you got to be patient and maybe do some tasks around the house uh, with your AirPods in while you wait, all good. Yeah, or crack a bottle of wine. and just <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a preferred method. Yeah. Um, last one or not last one, excuse me. Third one here is to request a new home and auto insurance quote. And we just got a new partner in the broker channel and we've been doing this for a ton of clients and the savings have been huge. So what they're doing is they're just taking your existing home and auto policy and they just shop it to 10 other lenders, similar to how we would with a mortgage. And I haven't had a client come back yet who hasn't received savings. So it's, it's a good win that way. And they're doing all the legwork for you. So it's no effort on your side. You just have to have that initial point of contact. Yeah, exactly. They're super efficient on their end and uh, they, they, they whip up some pretty good deals. So uh, that's, a, that's a quick and easy one for sure. For sure. And that one compounds quickly as well, especially if you had, let's say, a speeding ticket four years ago when you set up your initial policy your current insurance provider isn't going to give you a discount based on the time that that ticket was, but a new policy offer will look at that and remove it from there. So it's a good win to put some distance for those of you who have a heavy foot. Yeah, exactly. So number four, consolidate using existing debt. So what do we mean by that? Let's say, for example, you have 
an unsecured line of credit or credit cards, which is the worst one. Credit cards, you're looking at an average of around 20% interest on whatever debt you have on there. That's the first, if we see that on any of our clients, like that's the first thing we try to get rid of for them is the, the high interest credit card debt. Uh, and then second to that is the unsecured line of credit, like I mentioned. So what's the difference between an unsecured and a secured line of credit? Well, easy definition is secured line of credit is registered against your home. And that'll typically be bundled in with your current mortgage as it is. You can have a standalone secured line of credit. Uh, if you don't know the difference, you could always reach out to us and we'd be happy to take a look for you. But the difference uh, between those two as well is a secured line of credit is going to have a lower interest payment. So let's say you have debt on your line of credit, your unsecured one or credit cards. Then what we can do is you can bundle that in with your actual mortgage. So you're increasing the actual mortgage amount. But with that being said, even though mortgage rates are a lot higher today, it'll most likely still make sense to bundle in with your mortgage because let's just say worst case, a 7% interest rate. Well, maybe not worst case, but on average around six to seven right now, then you're asking me a lot lower than uh, especially a line of credit at 19%. So that's a really easy way to, to lower the monthly payments and also pay less interest because nobody wants to pay more interest. For sure. And a, and a simple way to do this very quickly and efficiently. And I actually just did this yesterday for someone was we took all of their credit card debt and they had an unsecured line of credit. Their credit cards were coming in at 21%. They had room on the unsecured line of credit, which was at 13.5%. So they paid off the credit cards completely with the line of credit. And in this person's case, they were a first time home buyer. So they were just going to focus now on crushing that unsecured line of credit. But if you wanted to take it a step further, you consolidate into the unsecured line. And then that's going to be at like, call it 13 and a half. And then you're looking at roughly prime plus 0.5 for a secured line of credit. So right now about 7.7. So if you wanted to shave off an additional 5% that way, you could then secure it to the home. There's a cost to doing it, but depending on how much debt is within the unsecured line, it, it can make sense to do it. Yeah. And I actually just had a client this week too. She had both a secured and an unsecured line of credit. And the debt was actually sitting on the unsecured line of credit debt. Quick and easy thing we did was transferred over to the secured line of credit. And again, another drop in the interest that she's paying. And then the second thing she was doing is she increased her, her mortgage payment not too long ago. And she was trying to pay down her mortgage because I find mentally, a lot of people just want to be mortgage free but it makes more sense to pay down the higher interest. So what we had her do was go back to her lender, lower that monthly payment, and therefore put that extra money that she has coming into, uh, into her world, put that towards the actual uh, higher interest debt on the secure line of credit versus the mortgage. For sure. And th these are like things going back to your lender and having some of those conversations can be helpful. So if you fast track payments, that's one way to do it. If you've also set yourself up for, accelerated bi-weekly and you want to just drop back to monthly, that would give you some immediate improved cash flow. Bear in mind, it will take longer to pay down the actual debt, but your cash flow monthly would improve. And another way to do this, point number five, is to reach out to your current bank and see if they'll extend your amortization. So what this would look like is if, if you say you have 20 years left in repayment, you say, can you extend it back to 25 and lower the monthly payment? And sometimes you need a bit of a story as to why, but if you have a good enough reason and your lender is willing to do it, it can increase your monthly cash flow that way. If 
you find any extra savings, just use your prepayment privileges, put it against the loan, and you'll get yourself back there quite quickly. Yeah, exactly. And like you said, it's not a guarantee that they'll do this for you, but come into it with a good story. Maybe you don't even need to fabricate anything. Maybe you actually have a legit story and you are feeling the pinch. And uh, we've had many clients go to their banks and actually get this done. So if you, again, if you have questions on this one, feel free to reach out to us and we'll kind of walk you through on how to navigate that with your bank. Um, but yeah, that's a quick and easy one. Lower or sorry, extending amortization, which will lower that payment. For so sure. the and last lot, one, sorry, go ahead, Brandon. I was going to say a lot of these tips and tricks are things that we do to optimize people's files to get the, the ratios down to qualify for mortgages. So we realize that it's applicable to a, a bigger market at large. And a lot of you might benefit from this just to implement into your own system. Yep, exactly it. And uh, I mean, I guess we can add in a sixth one here. It kind of falls into tip number four, but a slightly different deviation from it. So doing a straight up refinance. So what a refinance is, is you're going to break your mortgage and you're going to restructure your mortgage. So let's just say you have $200,000 left in your current mortgage right now, and you have about $50,000 of debt in other avenues. So whether it's the combination of the unsecured line of credit secured, maybe it's your credit card, maybe it's a car loan. If car loans are huge, um, if even if you have a 0% car loan interest, it might make sense to bundle that into your mortgage payment because sometimes we could get those payments lower than what you're actually paying on your actual car loan. So that could be an easy way to I mean, not easy. Uh, it, you still have to qualify for a mortgage refinance, but uh, we can help you with that as well. Uh, so what a refinance is doing, you're breaking your current mortgage, you're restructuring it. You're going to extend that amortization like we mentioned, bring those payments down and consolidate that debt into one place. For sure. And a lot of people are scared of this right now. We were doing so many of these during the pandemic when rates were low. A lot of people think this is an applicable strategy because rates are currently higher. But just to give you context, I did one this week where the client had a rate of three and a half percent. And that's a pretty good rate right now. And the rate we were putting them into was six and a quarter based on where their credit scores had gone to. Because since they got their original rate, they had gotten into some credit trouble and they had one hundred and twenty five thousand in consumer debt and they were starting to miss payments on that. So what we did is we just consolidated that all into the home, amortized it over a 30-year period, and their monthly cash flow improved by $1,400. So wow. for them, they're like, wow, this is amazing. Like, brings our head above water. And sure, the rate's higher, but who cares? Like, you live in the monthly payment. You're not actually living in the, hey, my, my rates this month, I have to pay this. You're focusing only on what comes out of your pocket each month. And that's what to pay attention to. Yeah, absolutely. Love it, man. That's huge savings. They, they must be pumped, eh? Yeah, it was a big one. It, you know what? They were like originally shopping for something else. And I was like, you've done so much damage to your credit that it doesn't really work. And they were defeated. And then I was like, here's a, another alternative way to look at this. And we'll do it over. We did a two-year term on the loan. So it's two years to clean everything up. And, and they're super stoked. They're going to finish those two years with like over twenty four dollars to $30,000 more than they would have. Yeah. And um, just curious, was that with the B lender too? Um, that was with the B lender. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, for those listening, the, the difference between an A and a B lender is they're fully featured products, just like A lenders. So an A lender would be like your typical bank, your big six banks. 
a B lender is still a fully featured mortgage. Only you're going to have uh, a higher interest rate. You're going to have uh, a lender fee associated with that. Sometimes a broker fee. So it's just more costly. But with that being said, what Brandon's going to do is closer to renewal. Uh, when that, those two years are up, the plan is to bring them back to the A side. So they're saving all of this money on a monthly basis. They're cleaning up their credit and they're going to transition back to the A side. For sure. It's a short-term pain, long-term gain. Even for a lot of people, even just to do it, just to to fix your credit score, it's worth it. Um, but in this case, they get to fix their credit score. They clear all the consumer debt and they're going to have a massive amount of savings. So it's a, win, a win, trifecta win. there. Yeah. yeah. All right, everyone. So those are six strategies you can implement right now. If you have questions on how to navigate any of them, feel free to reach out to either myself or Tom. Uh, Instagram is probably the easiest way, or you can find our, our direct cell numbers on our websites and just go from there. All right. Thanks guys. See you next week. Cheers.